Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, 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 my friends. I am really excited for this episode. I have just outlined it and yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> Hope you are magically well and having a beautiful week wherever you are in the world. It is, It has been raining all week here in New Zealand and the change of seasons, it is starting to feel cooler and I'm feeling a little sad because I feel like summer is leaving us. But that's okay because borders are reopening and travel is resuming. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, my friends, before we dive in and start talking about when we second guess ourselves, I want to invite you to have your own back boot camp. I have dedicated an entire week, a whole week, my friends, to teaching you how to have your own back. This is a entirely free bootcamp, completely free to join us, okay? So having your own back is standing up for yourself and what you believe in. It's being your own biggest fan, cheerleader, supporter, encouraging yourself. It's not beating yourself up, right? Pep talks, <laughs> telling yourself all the reasons why you can do it, saying no when you mean no, putting yourself first, going after your dreams, fighting for what you want, speaking up, speaking out, being courageous, right? All of those things. Okay, so the week of 4th of April, 4 April, and we're in 2022, if you're listening to this in the future, <laughs> 4 April through to 8 April, I am running a pop-up Facebook group where I am teaching you how to have your own back. There's going to be a video every single day. I'm going to teach you guys live. So if you can't watch it live, there's going to be a replay, replay in that group. We're going to have an awesome awesome group of you, loads of women from all over the world coming together and supporting each other as we really learn how to embody having our own back. Okay, some of the things I'm going to be teaching, and I haven't quite finalized this yet, but I have a, a triad that I teach my clients, which is the foundational three C's triad, which teaches you like the three key components of having your own back, what you need to know, what you need to do in order to really embody having your own back. We're going to be covering topics like how to not give a fuck what other people think, how to make powerful decisions, how to give perfection the middle finger, and even how to see where it's showing up in your own life. Okay, how to make a scene and speak up for what you want. And I am considering having a lesson on the patriarchy in there, right? Getting the patriarchy out of your confidence. <laughs> okay, so that's a bit of an idea. So in order to come and join us, a couple of ways you can join. You can make sure you're on my email list. Head on over to my website, xenajones.com. Click on the Start Here tab, pop your name and email in, and you will get my Have Your Own Back freebie. So you get a bit of an indication of some of the work that we're going to go through um, on a very kind of small level. We're really going big in this in this week, right? Or you can follow me on Instagram, xena.jones.coach. Okay, remember, Zena is spelled with an X, not a Z. Okay, if you follow me on Instagram, click the link on my bio and the very first um, thing that you'll see when you when it pops up will be have your own back week and you can just click that to follow through to the Facebook group where you can just request access to join us. And the other way is through Facebook itself, right? If you follow me, you can always just DM me, but otherwise you can 
search up have your own back and you should find the pop up Facebook group. All right. If you have any trouble, just reach out to me, send me an email, DM me. More than happy to chat with you guys and help you out. Make sure you're in there. Okay. Don't miss out. It's going to be super fun. I'm very excited. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about second guessing. Okay. This is something I see all of us doing, right? We decide we are going to do something. We start taking action towards it. And then we begin doubting ourselves. We start to second guess, right? So let's say that you decide to turn your hobby into a business. And let's just say that you make beautiful candles, okay? And you start going to markets to sell your candles. You create a lovely website and you start going to networking events, right? You're starting to put yourself out there. And then one day your mother-in-law says to you, everyone is making candles these days. I don't know if you're going to be able to make this a full-time thing because everyone's doing it. And that leads you to start second guessing your decision to invest in this business and build it up to be wildly successful, which is the dream that you had. Okay. So here's what happened. Your mother-in-law offered you her opinion. Then you had the thought about it. She might be right. Maybe I can't do this. Maybe this market is saturated. And then you felt self-doubt. And then when you're feeling that self-doubt, you start to second guess yourself right? Second so guess your decisions and your business. So here's the really interesting part that I want to show you all. Buried somewhere in your brain, right? It might be just below the surface. It might be really deep in there. You were already thinking these thoughts. Part of you already had some doubt. You just simply weren't looking at it. Okay. Here's the way I like to look at this. So it's like when you're a kid, right? And your mom would ask you to tidy your room, clean up. And you would simply like shove everything under your bed. Or in my case, it was usually the wardrobe, right? <laughs> but everything went under the bed, right? It's not visible. But you know it's lurking under that surface, right? And you're simply pretending not to know it's there. You're choosing not to look at it. And then one day your mum walks in, she lifts up the bed covers and she stares right at the giant mess under your bed. And you know you're in trouble, <laughs> right? when we second guess ourselves, we are doubting ourselves. We're doubting our ideas, our decisions, and it isn't someone else's fault. They simply highlighted something that we were avoiding looking at. Okay. Now I experienced a ton of this when I made my decision to leave New Zealand. Okay. So I had a great job. I was making really good money. I just bought my own house. Um, I was, you know, part of my role included travel all over the world, right? By all outward appearances, I had a great life. So why the hell would I move to London? And of course, I decided to book a one-way ticket, quit my job, rent my house, move to London. <laughs> now, my dad told me this was a terrible idea. He was very vocal with his opinion, right? He went as far as to stop talking to me for a while, right? My friends questioned my decision, especially my best friend. She was very kind of dubious, unsure about it. And they didn't make me doubt myself. I was already unsure. I already had reservations. I had doubts, right? I simply didn't want to acknowledge them. So what leads us to second guess ourselves? It's always a feeling, right? All of our action is driven by a feeling. 
And the action of second guessing comes from a feeling, which is usually the feeling of self-doubt, right? Sometimes it might show up as fear or insecurity, okay? Now, self-doubt, fear, insecurity, none of these feelings have to be a problem, okay? We make them a problem when we struggle so hard to get out of feeling that way. And when we start to blame other people for making us second guess ourselves, right? Now that simply isn't true. They just highlighted something, okay? I read this book the other day by Dan Sullivan and it was a book, he talked about courage and fear. And I wanna share the story that he shared in there and I'm possibly gonna botch it, (laughs) but I'm gonna share how I interpreted it, okay? So he shared this example or the story rather of soldiers way back, you know, I think it was like in World War II, where young men of around the age of kind of 19, 20, that kind of age, were being trained for how to use weapons. Therefore, they would then be shipped off to war. And one of the things they were training them on is how to use grenades. And you actually had to practice with live grenades as part of the training. So first of all, day one, or, you know, the first couple of days was spent doing the theory and talking it through and practicing with, you know, pretend grenades or not live grenades, right? And then comes the day where they actually are going to practice with live grenades. And the, let's call him the drill sergeant. I don't know the technical term, right? But the drill sergeant who's in charge and teaching these young men, he asks everybody in the class, who here is feeling afraid? And one young man in the class raises his hand. Only one man in this entire class raises his hand. And he says to everyone, I want you to see that all of you have your hands down apart from this one man. And that young man with his hand raised is the only man here that I trust because he is being honest. You are about to do something that is scary, something you should be afraid of, right? You're risking your life basically, right? And then he goes on to say that courage is what this young man has because he raised his hand and he will go first, right? He will be the first one to go get it done and out the way. And courage is, oh, sorry, fear. Fear is wetting your pants, right? That's what all of you have done. You've wet your pants. Courage is wetting your pants and throwing the grenade, right? Fear is wetting your pants and courage is doing the thing with wet pants. Okay. So that also applies when you're feeling self-doubt, when you're feeling afraid, maybe you're feeling insecure, right? You're wetting your pants, right? You've already wet your pants. That's okay, right? In order to be courageous, you simply need to do the thing with wet pants. Keep growing your candle business with wet pants, right? Keep dating, keep putting yourself out there, keep applying for jobs, right? Keep going even though you're afraid, even though you have self-doubt, right? 
Second guessing ourselves ultimately isn't useful, right? Our brains really want us to think that it is. Now, I want you to remember that our brains are wired for survival, right? So their number one job is to protect us at all costs, all costs, <laughs> even the cost of ourselves, right? So our brain will tell us that worry, being afraid, doubting ourselves, right? Trying to avoid feeling disappointment or rejection or failure, right? That that's all necessary. But what your brain doesn't factor in is that you could and likely will succeed, right? Even with those emotions, you will likely succeed. And it also doesn't factor in that if you are to fail and feel disappointed, right? Feeling that way doesn't physically harm you, right? Feeling failure, feeling disappointment, feeling rejected doesn't physically harm you. It is simply a feeling, right? And it will in fact build resilience. It will build self-trust. It will build courage and a bunch of other powerful muscles that will help you to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and go again, right? So although second guessing pretends to be useful and necessary, ultimately it isn't, right? And it's your job to redirect your brain. Now, what is useful is to feel into the self-doubt, to feel the fear, right? And the courage and keep going, right? Just like in that story that I just shared, feel the fear and the courage, right? Or feel the self-doubt and the courage, right? Wet your pants, do it anyway, okay? I feel shame, uh, not shame. Well, I do feel shame, that is true. I feel self-doubt though, all the time, okay? And my clients are often surprised to hear this, but it's true, right? I feel it. I feel self-doubt and I don't make it a problem. I'm like, okay, open the door, hop in, let's go, right? I have self-doubt and I keep going. I keep taking action. I keep trying a bunch of things that don't always work out, right? But I learn and I keep trying. I keep taking action because I'm not paralyzed by second guessing myself, by making my self-doubt a problem. No, I'm like, come on, let's go. Okay, so my friend, if you are loving the content here on the podcast, then I want to invite you to join me for a free consultation call. Okay, where together we can apply all of this to your life. Simply head on over to my website, xenajones.com slash consult and let's get started. Okay, now the last thing I want to remind you all of is to come and join us for Have Your Own Back Week. All right, an entire week where we practice and learn and embody what it means to have your own back. Okay, when you've got your own back, anything is possible, right? You start beating yourself up and you start going after your dreams. You stand up for yourself and what you want. It is a powerful skill to learn, my friends. Okay, so make sure you come and join us for that. It is April 4 through 8. And I told you right at the beginning how to join us. Okay. Have a beautiful week, my friend. Huge love. I'll see you again soon. Hey, 
I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com slash consult and I'll see you there.